Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Welcome back to the second episode of the MLB preview with the AL Central today. Uh, we'll be talking about the AL Central, AL Central. Um, and as always, stats are brought to you by BaseballProspectus.com and BaseballReference.com. Also, the team websites, uh, the WhiteSox.com, Twins.com, um, the Guardians. The Royals and the Tigers. Um, again, tried to use ESPN, but ESPN kind of fails on updating their depth charts. I think last episode kept on saying kept on sounding like I was saying death when I really meant depth. Um, so that's how we're going to roll this out. All right, so let's get into it. We got the White Sox uh, finishing at ninety one point seven and seventy point three in a thousand simulations. And winning the division by 71%. Getting the wild card at 15.4%. Making the playoffs, they have an 86.4% chance of making the playoffs. And then they got a 6.8% chance of reaching the World Series. Alright, last year the White Sox went 93-69. and 69, Won the division by 13 games. And they are pretty much... Bringing back the same squad. I mean, they signed Josh Harrison and signed Joe Kelly and signed Vince Velasquez. Um, they still got their starting pitchers of Lucas uh, Giolito. And they got Lance Lynn and Dylan Cease, Dallas Keuchel, and Michael... Um, Kopech. They did lose Carlos Rodon. Um, so, but then they also got, still have their closer of Liam Hendricks. Setup guy is going to be Craig Kimbrell, Kimbrell, and Kendall Grousman. Or Graveman, sorry. Kendall, I can't read my own writing. Kendall Graveman. Uh, your middle relief is going to be Aaron Bummer, Joe Kelly, Garrett Crock. Garrett Croc Crochet and Jose Ruiz. Then you got a little mixture of Ryan Burr, Matt Foster, Andis Anderson Saravino, and Bennett Sosa Sousa. Alright. Uh, your starting lineup is gonna be at catcher Yasmani Grandel. First base is Jose Abreu. Second base is gonna be Josh Harrison. Shortstop, you got Tim Anderson. Third base, you got Yoan Moncanda. Left field is Eloy Jimenez. Center field is going to be Lewis Robert. And then you have your right fielder of Micker Adolfo. And you have your DH is going to be Andrew Vaughn. Sprinkled in with a little Gavin Sheets every now and then as well. So they went 93-69. and 69. They lost in the ALDS to Houston 3-1. Their Pythagorean said they should have been 97 and 65. 
so they over so they had a little bit of underwhelming there. Um, Lance Lynn was their top war getter, followed by Carlos Rodon, and then you got Tim Anderson, Lucas Giolito, um, Yoan Makanda, so and Yasmati Grandel. I mean, so you're bringing back some of your same guys. Everybody's getting a little bit a little bit year a little bit older. Um, I think that this team is going to make the playoffs. I do believe they'll make the playoffs. I don't believe they're going to win the division. Uh, I think they're going to fall back a little bit. I think that this team, is, even though they're bringing pretty much everybody back, added you know Harrison, definitely think that they're going to fall back a bit. And I think they end up being the sixth seed in in the playoffs. So, Jad, who do you got winning your division? Well, I got the team that finished last last year. The Minnesota Twins as winning the division. Okay? And everybody's probably going to laugh at me, and that's fine. And I'm usually wrong on these things because I was wrong on the Super Bowl. I was wrong on my bracketology. But it's like a weatherman. You're right? A weather guy could be wrong 95% of the time, but there's always that one time he's right. I think the Twins have made some strides this year. Okay? So the record last year was 73 and 89. The Pythagorean says they should have been 71 and 91. Pakoda has them at 86. Um, has them at 86.1 and 75.9 uh, with a 25% chance of winning the division. 27% chance of winning the wild card, a 53% chance of making the playoffs, and a 2.4% chance of making the World Series. I don't think they're making the World Series. I think that they can make the Division Series because, again, I do believe they will win this division. Um, I think that with the addition of Sonny Gray and you have the you have Joe Ryan and Dylan Bundy and... You have Bailey Ober and a mixture of starters for your fifth spot of, um, you got mixtures of Griffin Jacks, Cole Sands, Randy Dobnak, Lewis Thorpe, and, uh, this depth chart analysis is going to be brought to you by Brian Durissi from Baseball Prospectus. I just think that this team can take first place over the White Sox. You're going to have Taylor Rogers as your closer. You got Tyler Duffy as your setup guy. Caleb Thielbar as your setup guy as well. I mean, I just, I think this Twins team is, is there to, is good enough, is good enough to win this division. You got Gary Sanchez at catcher. You got Miguel Sano at first. Jorge Polanco at second. Carlos Correa at short. Gio Ursula at third. Left field is going to be a little bit of a mixture between Luis Erez and Alex Kirilov and Trevor Larnach. Um, you also going to have... Then you got Byron Buxton in center and Max Kepler in, in right. And then you got your main DH is going to be Brent Rooker. Um, but a little bit of everybody's going to be playing everywhere. And I think Rocco Baldelli can get this team to win the championship or win the division this year. 
You know, they traded away Mitch Garver. They traded away Josh Donaldson. They traded away J- Chase Petty. I mean, but that Garver trade did net them Gary Sanchez and Gio Ursula. Uh, and then they end up saying, and also part of that Donaldson trade, it probably netted them Correa since they were able to pay him this year. So, and then you get Sonny Gray, who I think is going to be a good a good mixture. And target field is very much a pitcher's field. So, and I think Sonny Gray and Joe Ryan and Dylan Bundy are all going to be uh, able to to work off that. I, re- I really do. Um, I definitely think they got better at the shortstop position with Correa over Simmons last year. Um, you know, still got Polanco. He's still, and I definitely think that, according to Yankees fans, Ursula is definitely an upgrade over Donaldson at third base because they're all mad that Donaldson is with them now. So I think that the Twins win this division. So next up, we got the Cleveland Guardians. Um, name change this year, and they are no longer the Cleveland Indians, and now I've changed the Cleveland Guardians. Um, so. But that doesn't change their winning ways. A new a new name with the same results. They went eighty and eighty two last year. They uh, ended up get traded. They ended up traded for David Fry and got rid of J.C. Mejia. They signed Luke Mel. They signed Sandy Leone, and they traded Harold Ramos. or Harold Ramirez for cash so their best player is Jose Ramirez he's still on the team but talks of it that he might be getting traded as well so and the um, baseball prospectus has them going 77.2 and 84.8 with a 3% chance to win the division a 6.5% chance to win the wild card 3.5% to make the and a Three and a half percent chance to make the division series and a 0.2 percent chance to make the World Series. I don't think they win over 81 games. Cleveland will not win more than 81 games, finish about 500 um, or less this year. I just don't think they have the tools to do it. Granted, they got Shane Bieber, probably, you know, Shane Bieber is one of the better pitchers in the league. They got Zach Plesak, Aaron Savali, Cal Quintrell, and Tristan McKenzie as their starters. Um, bullpen, you got your closer as Emmanuel Clace, and you got your setup guys as James Kurnacek. So they got some pieces. They're just not. I don't don't think they have a good enough team to compete with the Twins and the White Sox this year. You got catcher as Austin Hedges. Your first baseman's Bobby um, Bradley. Andreas Jimenez is going to be your second baseman. You got Ahmed Rosario as your shortstop. Jose Ramirez for now is your third baseman. Oscar Marcato is your left fielder. Miles Straw is your right fielder. Josh Naylor, or Miles Straw is your center fielder. Josh Naylor is your right fielder. And um, Fran, Fran Mill Reyes is going to be your DH. Again, I think they got a nice bit of pieces going on here, but I don't think they have enough. In order to win this division, I still I think they finish about the same record they did last year, eighty and eighty-two. If not, um, 
if not uh, worse. I mean, their Pythagorean had win loss record was eighty and eighty two as well, so they hit that right on the head, right where they were supposed to be. But still, think that they finished third in the division and not really move up. I think at some point they end up trading away Ramirez, and I bet you they also end up trading away Shane Bieber at some point as well. Um, to the highest builders and I think they eventually just do a complete rebuild going for the next couple years so next up we have the Kansas City Royals um, the Royals finished 74 and 88 last year they are projected um, to finish 69.8 and 92.2 they got a 0.2% chance of winning the division a 0.8% chance of making the wild card and a 0.0% chance of making the World Series. Kansas City's not that strong. Uh, they did get Zach Grinke back, but they're not. That's that was their big signing. Um, they also signed Taylor Clark as well. Uh, Kansas City's going to finish right around that 70-75 win mark. Um, the starting pitcher is going to be Zach Grinke, Brad Singer, Brad Keller. Or sorry, not Brad Singer. Brady Singer, Brad Keller, Carlos Hernandez, and Chris Bubick. Uh, da- Daniel Lynch is going to get a few starts. Again, this depth chart is brought to us by Brian Dirsey. Um Closers, Scott Barlow. They got two setup guys in Josh Stoudemont and Jake Brents. Uh, Salvador Perez is still their best player. Um, but he's not enough to get them over the hump obviously and then so you got Perez at catcher Carlos Santana is at first second base is Whit Merrifield shortstop is going to be a mixture of Nicky Lopez and Adalberto Mondesi Um, third base is going to be Bobby Witt Jr. left field is going to be Andrew Benatendi geez I'm horrible at last names Uh, center field is Michael A. Taylor Right field is Kyle Isbell, and your DH is going to be Hunter Dozier. I mean, realistically, I'm so bad at names, at pronouncing some names, that you should just, you guys should just tune into the podcast for that. Um, they didn't make a whole lot of transactions. They're not really going to do a whole lot. I mean, it's the Kansas City Royals. Um, so they're not, yeah, not, not going to finish well. Uh, Pythagorean had them 71 and 91 last year. Again, Salvador, Salvador Perez was their best player at a 5.3 war, followed by Nicky Lopez and Went Merrifield and Scott Barlow and then Michael A. Taylor. So, so yeah, it's just going to be another losing season for Kansas City. Again, I think that's another one of those teams where they just need to tear it down and do a complete rebuild and save us all the pain. Of watching them suffer through every single year. Next up, you got the Detroit Tigers. So the Detroit Tigers went out and made a big splash in free agency this year. Uh, they went and signed Javi Baez to play shortstop. Um, depth charts analysis again brought to you by Brian Dearcy at Baseball Prospectus. So they went out and got Javi Baez. Um, they lost Matthew Boyd to free agency. And they got uh, Tucker Barnhart for Nick Quintana. Okay. Your starter is going to be Eduardo Rodriguez, Casey Mize, Tariq Scoble, Michael Panetta, Matt Manning, 
is going to be your top starters. Um, you're going to have a few spot starts here and there. Your closers, Gregory Soto and Michael Fulmer. And your setup is Jose Cisnero. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, they, they have a decent infield. I really don't mind the, the, the Tigers infield with Tucker Barnhart, Spencer Torkelson, Jonathan Shoup, Javi Elmago Baez, and Yamir Candelero. I think th- their infield is pretty solid. Okay, can stop some runs. Can they just they don't have really their pitchers don't wow me. Um they're not really de- they don't really go deep into innings. Uh their their pitching staff isn't you know, I think that's the problem with the Tigers too is that their pitching staff is just not there. Um and then your outfield, you got guys playing all over the place. You got Riley Green in the left along with Akil Badu. Um, but Akil Badu is also playing your center fielder, and Derek Hill is playing center as well, so you're splitting time there. Um, you got Robbie Grossman in right, and you got Miggy Cabrera as your DH. So I think with the Tigers, if they get some good pieces over the next few years with Baez still around, I think they can definitely uh, make a play. And I really wish, I understand the whole Astros situation and cheating back in the day with their, you know, with the garbage cans and whatnot. And, but I think baseball went a little too far by not, by just totally taking all of the instant analysis that batters could have after an at bat out of the dugout or out from behind the dugout, I think that did a disservice to all the hitters. Because if pitchers can still come off the mound and look at what they did wrong or what they need to get fixed going in the next inning, then batters should be able to make be able to make their adjustments with that as well. And Baez was a huge benefactor for that, and I really think that they should just bring it back as well. I mean, yeah, the Strohs... I think they... They really just went too far in that. But baseball has a, has a thing, tendency to do everything too far. And it's no benefit for any of us whatsoever. So, in conclusion of the AL Central, we got the Twins winning it. The White Sox making the playoffs as the sixth. Uh, your Twins are going to finish. Isn't going to be your best. Isn't going to finish in the top two. So, they're still going to play in the wild card round. But they'll have home field advantage, and I think Target Field in October is going to be cold and damp, and no one's going to be able to want to grip a ball. And I just think that we they're going to maybe win one series. I really think they'll win one series. I don't think they'll win two. Um, but I think your Twins is your AL Central. AL Central winners this year. Um, also, so thanks for tuning into this episode. As always, hit that follow button on wherever you're listening at. Go and hit that notification button so that way you get notified when I drop my episodes. Because as much as I'm trying to just do them on Mondays, we're not do- obviously just not doing them on Mondays. So, um, so I really don't have a schedule going on right now. It's just pretty much whenever I decide to do them, I guess. But at least I'm pumping it out there for you guys. So that way there's not any downtime. Um, Also, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on TikTok. 
still send me email ideas at one guy with a mic at gmail.com. Um, and let's just have some fun with this baseball. Maybe have some conversation on, on Twitter. Um, maybe email me your ideas. Maybe tell me where I'm wrong. I would like to get some fan fans opinions on this, on where we're going at this year. So as always, thanks guys for tuning in and I'll check you next episode. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. The Pigskin Tales Podcast is all about the lesser-known pro football players. Yes, there are stories about the ones we know, like Brad Tarkenton and Harold Red Grange. But have you ever heard of Ernie Nevers? How about Dave Osborne or even Grady Alderman? These men created their own path to the NFL. How did they do it? Listen to the Pigskin Tales podcast. Now streaming on your favorite music platform. Go to pigskintales.com. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.